0: Joe McGuire, I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Drawing About the g man And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Iman. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com. The Closing Time Podcast is back, sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguire. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast.
1: Coming to you live from Florida, it's Speaking It Real, here's your host, Frank Westa and Carlos Contreras. Well, it's Wednesday, it's I'm your host, Frank Westa, and that's... My co-host, as you all guys voted for him last week, bienvenido. Welcome, bienvenido. Now, he's the quiet one in the group, so I don't see him talking too much, but I know that he's going to be listening in and wondering what the hell is really going on. I'm sure he's asking why and where he's at. You know, um, we might have a surprise visit today. Maybe Carlos might join us. I don't know. It's Wednesday, guys, you know what to do, share this show, get it going, you know, it's been one of those weeks, you know, so what are we going to talk about today? Chime in with your comments, share with your buddy, your friends, share with anybody, the floor is open to you guys, I don't know what you guys want to talk about, I got a couple things on top, I mean... Obviously, we have Afghanistan, um, homeless people kind of um, had a discussion last week. Oh, actually, yesterday on the HHW show, wrestling podcast I'm a part of. And one of the um, wrestlers, one of the uh, the skits that they're running is this guy had it all and then he he lost it all. So we kind of started having this discussion of would you would you give money to them? You know, because this guy's asking for money or one or the other. And I was very adamant in saying, no, I'm not going to give you money. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to give these guys money. You know, and Hector, the other co-host, was like, well, I would because it's the right thing to do. So I'm going to pose this question to you guys. If you have... If you see a homeless person and they're begging for money, are you going to give them money or are you just going to go right by them? You know, if they are asking money for food, what are you going to do there? I mean, I I was very adamant. I'll say, hey, I'd rather buy them food as opposed to giving them money. I don't agree with giving them money because you know what? I've seen it plenty of times where you have people... Just get the money, go get beer, you know, so what are you doing? You're there supplying their habit. So do you want to supply their habit or do you want to give them money or buy them food, you know, so they could feed their family if they have a family, you know? So that's the question I got to you guys. Are you, you know, are you going to give these people money or would you... Or would you buy them food or something? You know, if they say, hey, I need money for food. Buy them food. I could tell you that what I did long ago, I had a job where I was working for a staffing company, and I was passing my business cards. I was telling these guys, hey, you guys are homeless? Not a problem. You guys need money? Not a problem. Be at my office at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'll get you work. Some guys showed up some guys didn't so you always knew who was who was really who really wanted the money and who and who really wanted to work for the money you know who who really needed it and who didn't need it so again you know what play the numbers let's see where they go right i mean just one of those things you know you you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't i think and with that, you kind of have to play the cards right. So, what would you guys do? Think about it. You know, I I know I know what I would do. You know, I would definitely not give him money. Let's see. So Elizabeth Garcia's in here. A lot of homeless people have. Okay, let me put this here. A lot of homeless people have. Un- Untreated mental illnesses and get help and getting help isn't easy for them See it See it downtown all the time. Yeah, I I completely think you're right um, They do But also, you know some So so you know, oh a lot of homeless people have untreated mental illnesses and getting help isn't easy for them. See it downtown all the time. Yeah, it's not easy to get help for them, but I also don't think that they can. I think sometimes they go a little f- too far for it, you know, so who knows? Hey, um, I got a question. Am I lagging out there? Do you see me lagging? Do you see me I stutter normally, so I'm not going to say stuttering my words. But tell me what you think about my uh, my co-host there. You know, Mr. Bienvenido, he made it on the show. He has his own camera now. You know, he's no longer uh, next to me. So go figure, huh? Your $2 aren't going to make or break them in the long run. Well, I wasn't giving them $2. What's up, Frank and Bienvenido? Elizabeth's correct. Hold on, sorry about that. Let's see. What's up Frank and bienvenido. Elizabeth is correct. Cali has a big homeless problem and the majority are mentally ill who self-medicate with drugs and alcohol. Okay, I get that. But should we um give them more money to keep on buying drugs and alcohol? Or should we go ahead instead of you know, giving them the money, we give them food. You know, I personally would like to to buy them food. I I don't want to go ahead and Give them money so they could, you know, go get their fix. So Elizabeth thinks being vanilla is awesome. And she also they probably self medicate because they can't get adequate treatment. You're right. I I'm sure they do self medicate, but again, the question here is why why am I gonna go ahead and give them money so they could go ahead and and get the quick fix? You know, so it's one of those where, how, how do we do it, you know? So I lost my producer. So I guess I'm producing the show today. He's here sending me messages. We lost him. So no big deal. So going back to it, then don't give them anything. Well, I feel bad not to give them anything. Like, look, you know what? I'll give you an example. What was it I saw yesterday? And I was on my way home. And I saw a guy that had a, a shirt, you know, and it's it was dipping out records. But he had it a shirt here and on his shorts. I found it crazy when when I first saw that. I was like, "Hey, what's up with that shirt?" And he told me what he was doing. He he's like, "I I'm selling I'm selling a CD. The, the guy's trying to become an artist." I'm like, "How much for your CD?" He's like, oh, five bucks." You know what? I, all i had was 10 bucks and I gave them $10. I was like, here, have a good time. Can't say that I will sit there and listen to the music. I listened to one track. I just turned it off. I said, no way. No, thank you. So let's see. I agree. Food is a better option, but I don't have an issue giving money. I have money to give and it won't hurt me in the long run. As a society, we need more resources to help people who are homeless. Sketchy, I completely agree. I think we, we do need more resources to help the homeless. I mean, look doesn't hurt me to give them a couple bucks here a couple bucks there you know but i am just i guess maybe i'm i'm stuck i'm stuck in that way where i um don't really want to give them money you know so it's kind of it's kind of a little rough so we're going to try to get um i think uh, Carlos my co-host might actually make a stop on the show today you know so hopefully he does i'm here trying to send him the link to our show but you know what i mean again it is what it is i mean i think we could discuss this you know all night long going back and forth um do i feel that they need better resources for damn sure you know so i mean Come on, Carlos. Now I can't even pull up his email. Why can I not get his email? Oh, because I'm here. Duh. Sorry, people. So anyway, so going on, I got a question. And I kind of been hearing this on the on the news, you know, on the radio talk show host. We all know J-Lo broke up with her man, with... Um, What's his guy name? Uh, J. Rod. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. A. Rod. Alex Rodriguez, right? So apparently, she's gone through her Instagram, took down all their pictures and all their little love stories or whatnot. So my question to you guys is this: If you break up with your ex, would you know? And obviously, you guys have been public on social media. Do you take down your pictures? Do you open up a new Facebook or Instagram? Or you just let it be? You know, so I mean to me I find it very childish. Oh, oh. Oh my goodness. You know, so I mean to me I Look who made his presence. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey Carlos, it's not it's not Friday.
2: No, I know, but I told you I wanted to try out this iPad. I mean, I got a great deal on this thing. It's a nice, huge, big uh, screen. And I said, wait a minute, maybe I don't need a laptop. Let me see if I can get the iPad to do the trick. Now, I have this microphone that's hooked up to the audio jack. So how do I Uh sound? You sound good. Okay, cool. Then I can just use this. I mean, I won't have the the, the mic set up that I normally have for now, but. I guess I don't need it, you know, for now, for the time being, until I figure yeah. out how to use it.
1: All right, so let's see what Sketchy wrote here, and then I'll fill you in. I'm not sure if you've been listening in, Carlos. About it's in change. the past. Yeah, okay, it's in the past. You shouldn't have to delete pictures. People need to stop looking through the rearview mirror and pay attention to the windshield. You know, Sketchy, I completely agree with you. I, You know, I, I was hearing that this morning on, on the radio, and I was like, man, yeah, okay, it's in the past. It's a part of your past. No big deal. It's why why erase it? You know? It's it's one of those things that you could always look back and say, hey, that was a good thing, or that was a bad thing, or that was an okay thing. Or you know what? This person taught me this or this person taught me that. You know, so I think you know, leaving it on there. I mean, look, I got divorced five years ago. And on my social media, there's still pictures. <laughs>
2: sorry of you. my ex-wife I'm looking at the <laughs> you know I'm
1: looking at the <laughs> oh yeah yeah dude he he won he he won the contest oh, you know he's just
2: chilling there
1: yeah 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 he's just he he he's um he's our silent partner now All he's right. just taking Thank it man. in so you know All i kind right. of figured have him in there so you know i i think Think just like that, you know, it's part of our past, and I still have pictures on there of her on it. You know what? If I see it as more of my son could see it, and he could always see, Hey, look, my mom and dad were happy at one point, they weren't a bunch of assholes to each other. You know,
2: there was a time, right? (laughs) Of
1: course. I mean, hey, I'm a very firm believer of that. You know, kids have to see pictures of when their parents were together. You know, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, I I keep pictures like that because kids have to see that their parents were happy at one point, <clears throat> you know, especially when they're small. When they're when they're older, I think you could talk to them a little more and you could relate a little. They might be able to relate, you know. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Let's see what Elizabeth says here. Elizabeth here is saying, maybe in J-Lo's case, the relationship ended badly and she wanted to get rid of the memories. We're
2: talking yeah. About Jlo. J-Lo?
1: Yeah, J-Lo and her um, getting rid of um, A-Rod's pictures off her Instagram and stuff.
2: That's kind of weird. I mean, getting a divorce for her is like Tuesday. So I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's on her phone. my dad, Ray Diaz-Babado,
2: you know. It's on her phone. It's in her calendar.
1: <laughs> right. It's it's every other week. Carlos, uh, right quick, what's, what's your take on giving... <clears throat> homeless people money or people that you know you see in the streets walking around you know asking for money what's your take on that
2: uh, man it, I, that's a tough one because honestly i would love to give them money but deep down i know that money is not going to anything good and so i tend to be a bit um i tend to restrain from offering some uh, offering help because i mean there are other ways that they can get help. I would assume. I mean, maybe not, but for the most part, though, when you you know most of them that are standing out there, it's um, it's to buy you know the next fix, and I'd rather not. Uh, I'd rather not support that. So I, I, I do tend to be a bit uh, apprehensive about helping out. The handlers is what you're asking about.
1: Right, right. Would you yeah. buy them food?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, I have a story, Uh, you know, um, one of my students who had graduated was in a real, real tough spot. Uh, I bought him a whole breakfast. I I told him, though, you know, go get a job, do what you got to do. Don't be hanging out here begging. And so, you know, uh, that I mean, that I'll definitely I can definitely hook it up with food. I mean, that's something they need to survive. But if you just hand them cash. You know, there's somebody at the corner waiting or the nearest door and, and, yep. and you're not helping. You're not helping.
1: So Sketchy <laughs> says the top four causes for homelessness are lack of a, are lack of affordable housing, unemployment, mental illness, and lack of services and substance use and lack of services. I I think he's hit the nail on the head.
2: It could be a combination. You know? But I mean, I think also like many homeless if you have a healthy family structure and you're homeless someone should take you in and kind of help you out until you get back on your feet if you're stuck out there on the medians holding signs for a long amount of time uh you know chances are it's more of an addiction problem than anything else i mean you know even you frank if if i found out you were down in the dumpster to the point where you were holding up a sign man I'm sure you have enough friends, or if you were near here, I'd say, dude, I got a room. Hang out for a week or two. Clean yourself, right. Get a job, and then get yourself. Well,
1: too. you know, look. It, it, now, this is just, just like,
2: like off the top, but
1: right. Uh, but look, Elizabeth Garcia writes in, you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. And, and funny goes, enough, I was I was <laughs> literally about to, you know, to, to tell you there. You know, let's see what. Get you saying, and not everyone has a healthy family structure or people right, to fall right. back on. I mean, we can't Her- we
2: can't broad brush. We can't broad brush this this situation. That's why I said your your question is a pretty. It's right. Broad. No, no. no.
1: It, it, it is very broad. It is very broad. I'm not going
2: to say everyone is there. There's no everyone in this conversation. I right,
1: but think- you know, going back to what Elizabeth said, you know, you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. And now I'm going <laughs> to tell you this. I you know maybe me maybe not I mean I doubt I mean if I'm really down and out, I'm not gonna want people to know
2: uh, well that, that's another point you know there are you know so bad or or ashamed of the situation mm-hmm. and um, so then you know you you, you, you at, uh, on one hand I understand you know the pride issue but on the other hand, you're not making it any easier for yourself by not reaching out.
1: You're right. You're right. You're right. You know. <clears throat> so, so, I mean, it's it's one of those. It's I mean, I, I think it's more of a catch-22, I it guess. It is.
2: It is. It is. But if you really you know, want help, if you really want help, you'll find whatever resource you can. Um, like, I mean, dude, here, here in uh, St. Pete, when I come home from work, there's the same guy with the same sign on the same median almost all the time you know this this is more uh, that he's not like homeless in the sense that he has no resources he's that's his career and what he's doing with his money i don't know but yeah i mean could, when you i i think when you sit like there i see you all the time
1: <laughs> right i think when you sit there and you see the same person on a constant basis i mean look some people i think are easier to tell that they have issues and some mm-hmm. people are a little harder to tell if they have issues i mean <laughs> i know that there's a guy down the street from my house you know, well, actually, a couple of miles out, that I see him all the time, and he has issues, and you could tell he has issues.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, was.
1: i've hmm? I've seen oh. cops i I've seen cops with him on on a regular basis, and I'm like, wow, poor guy. You know, but yeah. it is what it is. You know, it's a tough subject. It's
2: a tough subject. I mean, I wish in a perfect world. You could drive up to a panhandler and you can like scan them and they would tell you, tough break, lost job. And you'd be like, help them out. Or you can scan them and they'd say, drug addict, alcoholic. You'd be like, no, I'm not contributing to your problem. But we don't know. <laughs> we don't know.
1: Well, my dad over here, Renee Diaz, is saying, son profesionales. They're yes, professionals. I-
2: yeah. Like I said, some of them make a career out of it. They, they just stand there. And, uh, I mean, I've heard stories. I heard a story on the radio. So, I mean, you know, grain of salt, but it could be, or could not be true. Guy was holding up a sign, asking for money. Dude pulled up to him and offered him a job and he got mad at him. So he left and then came back and stood next to him, holding a sign that said, I offered this man a job. And he turned me down.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I, okay. I, I'll tell you my story that I was talking about before you came on, but sketchy peasant is saying a lot of homeless people have experienced traumatic experiences and have experienced unfortunate circumstances
2: That's true, that
1: too. are, that are people who choose, that are people who choose a homeless lifestyle, but it's not the vast variety, variety, my, <laughs> majority. Vast, my majority. No, you're absolutely right. Sketchy. I, 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 I agree with that, but you know, Carlos, what I was, telling everybody before you came on was that back in like 2001, 2002, I was working for a job agency. I, I was actually finding workers. Oh, like and whenever, that. yeah, attempts. Yeah. And whenever I saw, you know, these people asking for money, saying, hey, out of work, got to feed my family, blah, 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 blah. I actually would give them my business card. I said, mm-hmm. hey, be there in the morning. If you cannot make it, call me. I will pick you up.
2: And that's the that's that's what you do, right. That's a good thing. Because if they really want to help their situation
1: Okay, you... I I wanna say that I gave my business card out to probably about fifteen people like that.
2: And you saw how many? Two. Right. right. That's why and... that's why I'm apprehensive. Exactly.
1: Okay. And <laughs> And and I'll tell you something. Those two guys that came out were super hard workers. They worked their ass off. They didn't care.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it was just one of those. I was like, damn, good job, guys. You know, thank you. And you know what? Every now and then when I could give them extra hours, you know what? I give them extra hours. You know, mm-hmm. when you know someone's down and out and you have a way that you might be able to help them out. They're willing to try. You know what? Let's help you out. You know what? You need an extra 20 bucks. You need an extra 30 bucks. Here you go. So let's see. Sketchy comes out. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think he came with. No, we. Okay, no. Being homeless is destabilizing, demoralizing, and depressing. (laughs) Yeah, he does. You've lost your base, a foundation from which to function. It becomes hard to focus. You're actually right, Sketchy. It does. Mm -hmm. uh constant obstacles chip away at your self-esteem and your health healthy personality withers
2: withers disintegrates and yeah
1: there we go sorry
2: and that's where resilience comes in and not everybody has that um no i yeah Yeah.
1: it's super hard you know but but hey you know what moving on
2: wait um, you move on frank uh remember i was just stopping by before you go any further because i heard the baby screaming so you know i gotta get moving yeah i know that <laughs> i thought you were gonna have uh, some guests outside of bienvenido
1: <laughs> no 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 that's friday that's friday that's friday
2: okay all right so i thought you were gonna gonna have them here also to speaking about different things so you you man the show solo on wednesdays
1: uh no zach is normally around but as we know zach is on vacation
2: yeah, and he hasn't
1: reached out to me yet. I, I still I, I, no. Actually, no. I I spoke to him about that. I will. I will talk to you later on. Actually, you'll be doing the show from where you're doing it right now because his stuff got he he couldn't take his equipment over there to St. Pete. Okay. TSA said, ah 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 ah, you got lithium batteries.
2: Oh no way! All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. All
2: right. Well, I hope I get to see him. I I haven't been able to – I mean, I've been working. I don't know how long he's going to be down here, but all right. Well, hey, man, good stopping by. I just wanted to check the equipment. It looks like I'll I'll be riding on this for a while. So what are we talking about Friday, by the way?
1: A little bit of everything. I'm going to touch up right now on Afghanistan. Yeah, But, you know, you got to (laughs) go. You got to go. So, you know – all right. Can't you talk know, to you, but you we're, were gonna we're gonna.
2: Afghanistan. I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna drive that puppy home this Friday. So, um, all right. <laughs>
1: so hey, look, you know what? Sketchy says, "Good riddance, Carlos. Have a great day and rest of your <laughs> week." Yeah.
2: Is that the translation?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. That's the translation. Carlos, we'll, we'll see you Friday, man. Thank all you right, for stopping you. by.
2: Have a good night, man. All right. All
1: right. All right. So right quick um you know Afghanistan sketchy what are your thoughts of, about Afghanistan right now You know I got a couple I don't know I got a couple mixed feelings about it I um think it's good we're pulling out I think we should have pulled out a long time ago I just seeing everything's going on and people just bashing the administration and let's not forget one thing people when you sit here and you bash the administration because you're saying that he did it wrong he didn't do it wrong he pushed the date back so you know what can we do you know they didn't think that the taliban was going to take over so fast but then again, my question here is what happened to all the armies, the the Afghan army that we trained, that was being trained. They they hightailed it out. So why should we stay there trying to pick up the pieces when your own government doesn't want to do it? You know what? Is Joe Biden moving the people around and getting people out? Yeah. He's getting out the Afghans that helped us while we're there with translations. Those people are scared for their life. So they have every right to be out and about and get out of there. Hands down. We can't go ahead and pretend that or stay there all day. Let's see, sketchy. Let's see, Afghan was a complete failure. We should have never invaded the country and should have pulled out a long time ago. We spent 300 million dollars a day for 20 years now wasted I completely agree with you there we spent it we spent a lot of money there and we should have pulled out a long time ago if we pulled out in 2005 2010 2015 or any other date that is what would have happened I completely agree with you I think that that would have happened regardless it you know of when we pulled out doesn't matter who's president it doesn't matter you know the Taliban eventually was going to regroup and take over. And you know what? They're doing it now as we're pulling out. So, you know what? To those people that blame the, the president, it's not his fault. I don't agree with everything that Joe Biden has been doing either. But in this case, this is not his fault. I, I don't think that he even saw this happening or anybody could see it happening at this point. You know, You know, at least that quickly. You know, maybe, maybe after we would have pulled out, then we could have done something with it. But at the end, at the end of it, you know, there's not much we could do and whatever. I mean, there's just, it is what it is, you know. But hey, uh, we're going to go for a quick break right now. If if you feel that mosquitoes are bugging you, the great folks at mosquito shield can come to your house
0: and they could come to your rescue. Come check this out. It's been a pretty wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you didn't have your home service for mosquito control and find you're spending most of your time outside sweating those little pests, you are in luck mosquito shield of central connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the mosquito shield tailored treatment system they don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product one size fits all service program because you can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits unlike the competition mosquito shield of central connecticut will service you for this season whatever it takes to provide superior results this province has awarded them an industry-leading consumer retention rating of 90%. Visit shieldct.com to schedule an appointment with Wade DeCesare and enjoy the rest of your summer mosquito-free. I
1: need those people here in Miami. Guys are up in Connecticut, you need your mosquitoes taken care of. You know what? Give Wade a call. He would be more than willing to come to your house. Did you not see how Joe Aguirre was in that commercial? The mosquitoes were killing him. Wade went over and said, "Spread everywhere," and guess what? Mosquitoes were taken care of. So, hey guys, what else is on your mind, Sketchy? You got anything you gotta get off your chest? You know, I um, you know, I could tell you that. Let's see, we got Haiti. Devastating earthquakes, a bunch of people have died there. What could we do to help the people of Haiti? Send food. Send resources. We got to figure those people out. Very sad of them. But hey, it is what it is, guys. You know, um, Wednesday show, today we're going to cut it short. Um... Just one of those ones is get ready for Friday. Friday we're gonna have a kick ass show where we're gonna have back with us um, talking with with Liam Lee and Emmett. That ha- they were on the show. What about? I think they did maybe my first or second Saturday, and uh, we had a, a really good show with them. And then I actually, I crossed over to their show. Yes, Sketch, we do need to send food, resource, and medical personnel over there. I uh, crossed over to their show, did uh, their show for a couple hours. So I had a a crazy Wednesday that night. But Friday's show is going to be pretty good because we're going to actually do two shows in one where they're going to have Carlos on board also and they're going to be asking Carlos questions and everything else. My thoughts on the third booster shot, you know, funny enough, I don't know if I'm going to get it. I think I'm good with my two shots. I, you know, I got mixed feelings on it. I, I already have mixed feelings about getting my, my two shots. You know, I mean, I think um got us kind of play the numbers still, you know. I, I think that I got to see how bad the numbers really are for people that are, that already have gotten the shots and, and, re- and gotten COVID. I can tell you that by the numbers I saw last week, there wasn't a big percentage of people that had that got the shot and had COVID. So I really don't think that I'm going to – Do the third shot unless the numbers really go bad. I mean, go really, really up. And, you know, you start seeing probably just people killing over a lot. I mean, you're always going to have one or two or three or four, you know, like a certain percentage, you know, that will get COVID, that will really get sick. But I think that the numbers are still low for that. You know, when when you look at it, the COVID numbers and the death, the death percentage of COVID itself, I think it's like 1%, if that, you know, I mean, I could tell you that between Tuesday and today in the state of Florida, you've had more than 23,000 people contract COVID. I didn't really do all the numbers to see who, who or what, but there've been people that have contracted it. Um, The numbers are high. I think you know, for that third booster shot. I really don't know, Sketchy. I, I'm i iffy, iffy on it. I, I still wear my mask. You know, just like I did before I got my shot. I'm wearing it still now. You know, I mean, do I wear it on a constant basis when I go out somewhere towards the store? Yes. At work, yes. Do I wear it around my family? No, I think that I take care of myself and I believe that my family also takes care of themselves enough where you know, that, that they take care of themselves enough not to get sick. You know, so hey, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. I, I do believe that You know, if everyone would have gotten vaccinated. I think we might not have needed a third, you know, the third booster shot. Because the curve would have been very, very far down. But look, if you're not vaxxed, get vaxxed. You know, it's going to take you a long way. So, you know what? Hey, go for it if you want to. I know that as of right now, I'm not looking to to do it. I'm not looking to take the third shot. You know, maybe, 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 maybe at another time. You know, depending on how the numbers go, I'll do it. But for right now, I'm good. I'm good, guys. But, hey, like I was saying, Friday night, come join us. We're going to have Liam Lee up. Here we go, sketchy again. Studies are showing... Studies so showing that the vaccines studies are showing the vaccines do wear off over time. The biggest problem are the people who are unvaccinated. I'm going to get my third one. You're right. The data is important. No, I. You know what? I sketchy. I, I agree with you. I I think you're right. You know, but at the end of the day, with this, I mean, look. I haven't gotten a flu shot since 1996, you know, so it's one of those where if I haven't gotten the flu shot since 96, I haven't really gotten the flu, you know, um, got the COVID shot and of course COVID's still very, very new, very, very, you know, minute compared to the flu the flu and stuff like that, in a sense. But I don't know if I'm going to do the third shot. And again, like I said earlier, the data is the most important part. When I see the numbers, then I will be able to decide a little bit more if that's the route I want to go or what route I actually want to take in general. I think um, within time, we're going to find out exactly where we're at. You know, and if I see the numbers, you know, and I think that I need it oh, I'm taking it, you know, but if I see that I don't need it and the numbers decrease, then I probably won't, you know, but I do think that everybody needs to get vaccinated again, you know, but you know what? Speaking about that right quick, let's see. The flu and COVID is comparing apples to oranges. We could have another variant even worse than the Delta variant by the beginning of next year. I understand your view and respect it. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I I could have kind of admit that the comparison was a little off. You know, maybe I shouldn't be comparing the flu to COVID. I just think that, you know, numbers, numbers will say it. I mean, look. From now to next week, if I feel that the numbers are, are crazy, then, yeah, I'm going to jump on it. I'm I'm not against it. You know, so don't, you know, I, I, I don't want to put that out there that, you know, the look where I might be against it where, where I'm not against it. I just feel that for right now, I, I see the numbers and it doesn't convince me to take the third shot. You know, the first two, yeah, Definitely. You know the third one, I'm not convinced yet. You know maybe, maybe with you know maybe in a week's time, I might take a look at the numbers again and be like, "Oh, sketchy is right. I gotta go get my shot." And you convince other people to get your shots. You know, so am I gonna get it right now? No. Am I gonna wait? Yes. You know, and am I gonna look at the numbers? Definitely. Definitely look at the numbers. I, I mean it. Whoever is listening, you guys are there. Hey, if you haven't gotten it, get it. Really think about it. Really, you know, because this COVID thing is no joke. You should at least get your first two shots, and then you take it from there. See, I don't think you're against it. You explain yourself well, and I completely understand where you're coming from. Unfortunately, I think the cases will continue to rise. Uh Sketchy, I think you're right. I th- think. The um, cases will continue to rise, but I think it's when you when you really look at the numbers right now, they've been more on the younger side. I mean, I'm not sure how old you are, but just by seeing your comments, I mean, think you're probably about my age or maybe a little older, or maybe a little younger. So you're we kind of fall in the right bracket. I was born in in the earlier part of the 70s. So, you know, but I think that when you when you look at the numbers right now, you know, people that are getting sick are obviously the unvaccinated. But a lot of the younger, you know, the younger people are getting sick. Um, So, you know, that being, you know, the, the, the younger people that are not vaccinated. A lot of them are getting sick. I mean, I, and, and, and kids, kids, kids are getting sick. I, I, I know two that got COVID right now. And we're talking about two individuals that are, are close to me. You know, so it kind of, it sucks. You know, one of them, unfortunately, couldn't get the vaccine because of his health issues. You know, and, and the other just don't know why they didn't get it. But that's not for me to decide, you know, but I do say this, um, Miami-Dade County. Schools, students will be required to wear masks by the school. The superintendent said that he doesn't care what Ron DeSantis does to him. That he, um, not going to be tarnished. You know, and that COVID, his decision for the masks for students to wear is not a political move. It's 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 more for the students, more for them to, you know, to be safe. And you know what? I completely applaud him. You know, Miami-Dade County, Broward County, Alahuaca Al- County also. Oh, look at this. Do you think kids should be wearing masks in school? I just answer that. Oh yes, I do. There's a lot of pushback on this issue. People are saying it should be up to the parents or school boards. Shouldn't it be up to science? Um, I'm all for the school board deciding um, science or not. Um, obviously, science. I think is gonna. It's the broader issue. I mean, I mean when you look at science. They should be wearing masks, at least in my opinion. So for me, whether it's, you know, the parents you can't rely on to decide because you have parents that are not vaccinated, don't believe in the vaccination, think COVID is a freaking fluke and it's fake or whatnot or the other, okay? And they don't wear masks. I, I know people that have not been vaccinated and are not wearing a mask. So, and, you know, we're looking at people that have kids. So, you know what's going to happen? They're not going to make their kid wear a mask. So, you can't you can't rely on the parents. You can't rely on that honor system. Because people are going to always try to scheme their way around things. So, Elizabeth, masks won't correctly protect more than the vaccine does. Um. I don't completely agree with you, Elizabeth. Okay, because I think that you wear your mask, you get vaccinated, and then you don't wear a mask because you're vaccinated. Yeah, you still could get you could still get COVID. The symptoms would be worse, but you know what happens. When you wear your mask, right, um, I have it on, right? It's covering my face, right? I touch this, touch that, take off a mask. So whatever you touch with your hands just infected your mask. You wear a mask, you wear a mask, and you won't get COVID. You're vaccinated, and you can get COVID. I understand you, but again, I think you can still get COVID with both. You know, again, it's what I just said. You you start touching things, you know, and obviously in your house no, but you go somewhere, you know, wherever it is, you grab you grab something, you touch something, you know, you pass by somebody like oh excuse me, you know what? Who knows if they're sick or not, and you don't even realize it. You go, you take off your mask. You know, so guess what? You disinfected yourself. Because it's on your mask. So, it's a catch-22. You know, I mean, wear your mask regardless. There's not a lot we could do there. You know, hopefully, we'll get over this COVID stuff one, one of these days, and we'll take it from there. But hey, simple enough, come join us on Friday night. We're going to have Liam Lee and Emmett on the show, giving us questions. We're giving them questions. All right. It's going to be a really good show. And keep in mind, after this Friday, we're going to take about a three-week break. Throughout the weeks, we're going to probably be posting some stuff, you know, some videos here and there um we you know start looking out for us right now we're on facebook twitch youtube you see that little instagram mark start looking for us on instagram we're, we're gonna come up with instagram guys we're gonna we're gonna take a short break relax come back about three weeks time because let me tell you something i am fried all right this is show number i think 41. Yeah, this is show number 41. We've been going at this hard. You know, from the beginning of the year till now, guys. And if it wasn't for you guys commenting, talking to us, we wouldn't be here. Sketch, thank you. You know what? Next season, we're going to get you on the show. I don't know how, but we're going to get you on the show. You know, we've got to do something with you and get you on, man. You've been one of the promoters for us, for CMG. You know what? We got to get you on, man. But hey, you guys know the routine. You know where we're at. You might not agree with what we're speaking, or you might agree with what we're speaking. But you know what? At the end of the day, we'll always be speaking it real. I will catch you guys on Friday with Emmett and liam lee and carlos so see you guys friday
0: red sox fans have longed to hear it the boston red sox are world champions can you believe it it hasn't happened at fenway Park for 95 years fires swing and a miss strike three it's over the red sox have won the world championship
1: Tune in to the newest show presented
0: by Clovercrest Media. It's OB's Backstop Podcast. Catch it twice a week, every Red Sox Series finale on your favorite podcast platform.